Look at them all through the darkness I am bringing. They're not sad at all. They're actually singing. They sing without juicers. They sing without blenders. They sing without flungers, keb dabblers, and smendlers. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Hey, one take, Alan. That was That's what nice. they call me. Yeah. One take, Alan. Yeah. Uh... One take Johnson? Is that better? Yeah, I guess. I, I don't mean, know if either that one's has a better fine. ring to it. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, of course, is from C. Montgomery Burns from the episode Last Exit to Springfield, one of two episodes we will be talking about today on this episode of Two Bad Neighbors. My name is Greg. My name's Alan. And Alan. Hi. Things have been happening for you. Things have happened. How have you been? <laughs> I've been well. Uh, I've moved into a new place uh, with our good friend Ife Abiola. Doctor? Dr. Ife Abiola, thank you. Um, we're pretty much all moved in. Uh, just got to do some final unpacking and uh, uh, collecting of things to make the house more uh, homey. What do you do to but, procrastinate pa- uh, from unpacking? Oh, uh, what don't I do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I watch uh, television. I watch uh, Simpsons. I, sure. I actually just watched uh, pretty much the entirety of season eight. Um, over the past few days. <laughs> I find myself doing that a lot. <laughs> well, the Simpsons trivia is this weekend, so I gotta, it know, is. gotta refresh right. myself. That's right, yeah. Make sure I'm not uh, dragging the team down. God, I don't think I'm going to be able to go again. Oh, big s- fucking surprise, Greg. Whoa! <laughs> I'm actually, I actually feel really bad about it, because it's uh. either go to Simpsons trivia or go see King Kirby. Oh. Yeah. That, yeah. It's okay. We'll you hang out later that time. night. We're gonna yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're gonna the hockey pool party. Uh, the burying the hatchet party is what <laughs> sure. I like to think of it as. <laughs> Alan and I were in a hockey pool this year, <laughs> and uh, things got heated. <laughs> I think, uh, not seemed, bet- I think they I, seemed more heated than they no, actually No, I mean, were. It's, it was amazing that it's like it wasn't between you and me no. for once. <laughs> Things did not get heated because it wasn't talking about movies or The Simpsons. That's true, yeah. Right? That's the only thing we <laughs> have ever argued about, I think. And Pretty much. We just don't care enough about <laughs> hockey. It's true. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like the game. Oh, me too. But I just... It's not a life or death thing. That's you know, very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was uh, like I said, I think because it was all uh most of the stuff was all written, right? Like it was all in the the team chat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, so I think it seemed more heated than it actually was. Yeah, it doesn't hurt that the forum was called Smack Talk. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And also that uh not everyone's in the same city, so we can't actually talk face to face. That's true. That's so, true. Anyway. Anyway, uh I've been good. I was about to ask you. No, I know. I, I like to jump on <laughs> jump it to in, make yeah. to make you seem like a worse person. I know. So, yes. um, I had an audition today. What was that for? For Shakespeare by the Bow. Oh, <laughs> and uh, that's right, I did, and I um, it went, I think, okay. But which I, uh, which show are they doing? They're this doing time? Hamlet. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, You've done Hamlet before. I have not. Oh, you're thinking of Craig. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you, weren't you Polonius? We're, no, I was Laertes in the play Polonius and His Children last year. That's at, what I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> Ignite, which I didn't actually festival. Um, yeah, I knew you had something to do with Polonius. So yeah, there we yeah. go. All right, it's, yeah. it's all makes sense in my brain. Go on. <laughs> okay, you'd um, be a good Polonius, though. I would be. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. That that makes me feel good inside my heart. Good. Um, I actually like that character quite a bit. Mm-hmm. He's funny. 
Um, he is, yeah. Yeah, until he dies. Yeah. Now, uh... <laughs> he hides behind a curtain. Like yeah, yeah. Or in, like, the David Tennant version, he hides behind, like, a big mirror. So David Tennant shoots it. Oh, my. Instead of stabs it. Because it's a mirror. Um, and it, like, shatters, and it's, like, very symbolic Is of this, like, a modern him. retelling? Uh, kind of. Oh, it's, my God. That is so cool. That is so unique. Yeah, we set our version <laughs> of Macbeth of in Gangland Chicago. <laughs> wow, inspired. Instead of swords, they have guns, you guys. Because And they modern. still call them swords, though. That's right. Hank, pass me my long sword, and then the gun has long sword written on it. Yeah, that'll be so cool. <laughs> I don't like that movie. Really, I do. <laughs> I really, I really don't. Oh well. Anyway, so uh, how did how did your audition go? It went well. Um, I think um, this is this is this is the 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 weird part. This is the lull between when I know and when him. I don't. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. In a couple weeks. Do you weeks, have an idea when you'll find out? In a couple weeks. Okay. Uh, in a couple weeks, I'll be on the same podcast, and it'll be like, well... <laughs> you'll either be really happy or really sad. Looks like it's going to suck for me again <laughs> this summer. Or I'll be like, woohoo, I'm going to act. Yeah. But also, it'll be a long summer. It'll be a long-ass summer, yeah. yeah. I'll be working a lot, yeah. which is fucking dope. We won't get to record very often. Yeah, we will. All right. You'll make time for me. Of course. Excellent. Yeah. So, uh, that's enough chatter about us, I think. Uh, I'm just looking at the clock here, and I'm getting nervous that we're ignoring our guest. <laughs> we always do. Yeah. Um, so, we do really ha- actually, we do have a guest. when you think about it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> we do have a guest. She's just been incredibly silent to this very point. Very polite. Like, yes. Very polite. Uh, hi, Catherine. Hi. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Catherine Smith. Or, as I like to call her, mm-hmm. Catherine Smithers. Oh, topical. Like, it's nice. Simpsons. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Hit the nail on the head with that Nailed one. Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, hi, Catherine. Hi. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything because I felt like if I started talking and making jokes, people would be like, who is that? They don't know my voice. So. No, you're 100% <laughs> right. Yeah. We, it's the right call. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely the right call. Yeah. Be sure that you're introduced before you talk. Excellent. Yeah. Otherwise, people are like, what's this stranger? Or <laughs> has Greg's voice stranger? gone in and out? Does Greg have a multiple personality now? <laughs> a slightly so more options. feminine voice. It's true. <laughs> uh, so, Catherine, where, how do we know you? <laughs> why are you here? <laughs> so, who, how did you why? get here? Wait, Greg, you don't know her? I thought you, like... <laughs> I thought you brought her on because you knew her. I did, but I'd so like to. Neither of us know this. Person? I'd like to take a second and let the guest talk. Oh, unless that's a problem with you. I mean, no. All right. Oh, you guys. <laughs> uh, Greg, I'm your roommate. Yeah. 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 I. Uh, you might remember me from such episodes as that person who closed the door in the background of this <laughs> podcast, or jingled their keys, or was like "hi" as they ran inside, or you know, various things. <laughs> Yeah, rarely does the does the other stuff pick up, but we usually react to it. So usually on the podcast, we'll just suddenly be like, "What? Oh, it's just Catherine or something like that." And when you when I listen to it back, I'm like, "That was just, like we could have just ignored it and it would've been fine, but we had to call attention to it and make it weird." Or I could have just cut it that out do. of the episode, yeah. right? But, but yeah, editing's whole, hard. That's a whole. I think do. it's a whole thing. Yeah. But yeah, I'm your roommate. I uh, have listened to several episodes of the podcast. Just this one or both? Uh, like just Two Bad Neighbors or Cinepal? Well. Oh, I thought you meant this episode we're recording. I was like, Craig, that's impossible. Would I have listened <laughs> You've listened to, to this one, right? 
Yes, you're I a come time off witch. Very intelligent. Get her. <laughs> time witch. Uh, no, I I've, I am a big fan of your new one. What went wrong? Oh, thank you. I'm a super yes. big fan. Thank and you. many. Two in, so yeah, no, it's great so far. That was a very natural plug. Thanks, Catherine. <laughs> you're, you're so welcome. That's why I'm here, mostly for commercial. Uh, and uh, many Cinepals episodes. Uh, Two Bad Neighbors, I'll be very honest in saying I've only listened to like maybe three episodes of Two Bad Neighbors. I'll tell you, you're three more than a lot of our guests. Okay. So. It's true. It's true. <laughs> that was not said with disdain at all. Uh, <laughs> it's, more, it's not disdain. It's more just like incredulousness. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, yeah, I'll be on your podcast. And then they're here and they're like, yeah, I don't know what this is. <laughs> like, literally, Charles Neto came onto our podcast and thought we were doing this in a palace. He's like, you guys have another podcast? <laughs> yes, you're on it right now. <laughs> That's I'm like, okay, what is this? He didn't what realize we were doing this in a palace until after we were rolling. Two, uh, two bad neighbors. Sorry, the, yeah, yeah, two bad neighbors. So he we thought are, we were doing something. Did he not watch yeah. the episodes? With no, so, oh, he, we so watched what them happened together. was I asked him, I'm like, hey, do you want to come like record on our podcast, on our Simpsons podcast? Okay. And in his brain, it was an episode of the Cinepals about the Simpsons. Oh. Which, to his credit, we had done before. We had done before. Okay. So, but he, yeah, so he, he knew we were talking about the Simpsons. We watched the episodes together and then we, and we t- were talking about it. But then I, as we were doing it, he realized, he's like, this is a whole different thing. <laughs> I didn't even know. It was very funny. That's yeah. hilarious. It yeah. Was, it was an excellent comedic moment. Great. Thanks, Charles. Appreciate Great. it. <laughs> Come back anytime. He's Seriously. Not he's not listening. Um, <laughs> fair. Fair point. <laughs> so, uh, with all our first time guests, uh, we do like to do a little segment we like to call What's Your Story? And so uh, we ask you a question. Great. Try and guess which one. And then uh, <laughs> you basically uh, are going to tell us uh, what your story is uh, centered around The Simpsons, obviously. So, like, what your relationship with, is it, with it is up to this point. If you have a favorite episode, stuff like that. Anything you want to say about The Simpsons, that's your time to shine. And I'll stop talking right away so you can do it. And go. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, I grew up in a very uh, a Catholic household where we weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons. Sure. There was two shows, Sailor Moon and The Simpsons. Simpsons that uh-huh. we weren't allowed to watch. Uh, it, it was the classic, like so many people have the story of, I still watched it at night when my parents didn't know kind of thing. That sounds so sketchy. <laughs> uh, at night when they didn't know. It gets so, a little blue. <laughs> well, in this case, yellow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, so my brothers and I watched it a lot. Eventually, as TV got more uh, M-rated, my parents were like, ah, watch whatever you want. They're like, wow, Simpsons isn't as bad as we thought. Exactly. Shows. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I, I always enjoyed it. I always thought it was funny. I didn't really start appreciating it until I was friends with you guys. Yes. And that's not me just like kissing your ass or anything. Like I legitimately <laughs> like. I told Greg a couple of weeks ago. There's some lines from The Simpsons that I found funnier when you said them to me than when I actually watched them in the episode. Um, it's the art of repetition. It's, you, hear, you hear it from us more, so so our version is funnier. <laughs> It's true. Uh, do you know which one? Do you know which line it was? Oh, God. I'm drawing He's a blank. Rudiger, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you've told me that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Rudiger, sir. <laughs> his name is Bart. It doesn't matter what his name is. <laughs> the magic's still there. It's still so funny. Um, uh, so that's my Simpsons backstory. Uh, favorite episode? I think I might have to say Cape Fear. Oh, perfect. I love yeah. it. It's so, like, That's, I've uh, watched it. It's a good it, choice. I've watched it maybe three times with Greg, yeah. and I die every <laughs> it's time. So it's so funny. I always consider that a strange special moment between us. Yeah. Because it's happened <laughs> just, like, 
for no reason. Yeah. It's just like, I'm watching a couple episodes of The Simpsons Golden Years, yeah. and I'm like, oh, put on the Cape Fear. <laughs> and then, like, Catherine comes in and it's like, ooh, Cape Fear. Ooh, Cape Fear. Makes <laughs> <laughs> it down and... Slide show Bob gets hit by regs. It's a whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It was like a whole thing. Well, I'm familiar with the episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my backstory. Done. Great. Yes. Thank you for telling us your story. You're so welcome. So, Greg. Yeah. Shall we dive right into the first episode? My God, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> uh, these are these are pretty okay episodes. I I love both of these episodes <laughs> quite a bit. So I was trying to keep an air of mystique. But Oops. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you still didn't tell us what you yeah, think. That's right. TV guide synopsis. TV guide synopsis of nine F fourteen Duffless. Homer swears off the duff for a month after being arrested for driving under the influence, while Lisa plans revenge on Bart after he ruins her science project. No voices. Oh. <laughs> Wait, does it say no voices? No, or? it says there's no voices credited, oh, okay. which is the first time I've read oh, it. Oh, okay. Without, That's very yeah. <laughs> It'd be weird if it was just like, no, no voices. voices. <laughs> this is a mime episode. <laughs> TV guide. It's very unique. It's strange. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Duffless. So what uh, what do we think? This episode is excellent. Um, so I I was just like I, I started to write down some some notes, but then I kind of got sidetracked and just started writing down jokes <laughs> just as jokes they happened. Liked, yeah. Because I was like, that's hilarious. That's so funny. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. And it's just like it's a it's a fucking page <laughs> of notes, just, just things that were funny. Yeah, of, it yeah. filled up. A lot of space. Um, so this episode is hilarious. Yes. Agreed. It's also really weirdly structured. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Because um, the A plot, we can assume, is the Duffless plot. Right? Which doesn't get going up. until halfway through the episode yeah. and doesn't even truly become an emotional uh, arc until the very end, the third yeah. act. Yeah. Right? Cause th- and the B plot... Is takes up most of the first and second acts, and it's like it's it almost feels like an a a two plot. Yeah, like it's not. It doesn't feel as much of a B plot as it usually does. Yeah, where it's like, oh, this episode's clearly about this thing. The whole side story with the science fair stuff and the hamster and all that stuff is like, I would like I I didn't do any calculations, but I would wager about half of the episode. I think so too. And the thing is, it ends right at the end of the second act. Yeah. Right. It's done. Yeah. Like that's very rare because you usually see with B the plots. like little little snippets. Yeah. With, you know, Bart and the cupcakes. Yeah. Right? The very slight resolve at the very yeah. And then oh yeah, and then the science fair at the ending, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. I. Well, the science fair happens before the the third act. Does it? Yeah. That, uh, no, because yeah. no, because Homer gives up Duff. Um, at the end of the second N- act. Yeah, yeah, but and I and he and he, Bart is still like. Uh, all like jittery about the cupcakes in the third act. Oh, okay. And then so so he doesn't even find out that uh, that she was doing this experiment on him until the third. Act. I guess that whole extended joke montage about him going through that month without Duff. That's there's yeah. That's that's like in the s- second half of the third act. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, ins- what, that's what I was yeah. That's... I was feeling about the weird structure is that all of that resolution to the A plot happens in the second half yeah. of, the, of the last act. I would say this is a poorly structured episode, if I had to say one thing about it. Um, I would say so too, but it's made up for the fact that it's really funny. It's so stuffed with jokes, it's crazy. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. 
every single moment that isn't a joke is, I think, left on the cutting room floor. Probably. Because it's so funny. Catherine, what did you think? So funny. <laughs> no, I really liked it. I, uh, um, at first when we started watching it, I said out loud, I should start taking notes. And then thought you guys were just like texting and playing on your phones. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, I'm going to take notes. If they're not going to take notes. <laughs> uh, and then quickly realized like, oh no, they're taking like, they're writing down jokes for later <laughs> about this episode. Uh, that being said, I did take a couple of notes on my phone that right. I'm trying to just commit to memory. <laughs> uh, I love this episode. I, it's one of those ones that I've seen like, five or six times just as reruns on TV. Mm -hmm. uh, I particularly liked the Clockwork Orange reference mm -hmm. with Bart and the Cupcakes. Yeah. It's good. There's um, these, these two episodes that we watched are filled with... So many movie so references. So many excellent references. So the reference desk is going to be cluttered tonight. That's right. Oh, is there a segment? Yeah. There is. Okay. Yeah, it's called the reference desk. Oh, I forgot you guys call it the... Re I thought you just like say it as they... It, I'm it ruining varies. everything. Sometimes we'll just do it if... If it's like too packed with references, yeah. but yeah, yeah, great. This might no. I think we can. I think we can. Yeah. We can sep separate yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot though. There is. Yeah, it's a good chunk. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's just go through this beat by beat and say what we liked <laughs> about the episode, shall Maybe. we? Sure. Sure. Um, starting with the B plot, just because I think that's yeah. the plot that really gets introduced first. Um. Lisa's I mean, it opens with his yeah. dream about the science fair. Right? Yeah, Lisa's yeah. huge tomato and Bart's dream, like the the dancing dream. The go go ray. <laughs> yeah, the go go ray that was stolen from Johnny Quest. Can't stop doing the monkey. <laughs> so great. <laughs> what is the dance that Largo is doing? Do you know? It's a weird one. Which he's one? Just like he's just like going like this. Oh, I don't know. Which is great for a podcast. I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> for people who can't see Alan. <laughs> I'm flailing my arms like Largo was in the episode. Yeah. Watch the episode. It's like a starfish it. thing. I don't know. <laughs> is it the Gumby? I don't know what the that Gumby is. The Gumby dance like Oh, it could be. <laughs> I'm not sure. I recognize all of them Gumby, except for that. Like the green Clay thing. Guy? Yeah. 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 He didn't dance. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on. <laughs> he didn't dance. His life was pain. <laughs> <laughs> Please kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, I do love that Lisa is just like screwing with his brain by just chanting first prize oh over and God. over. Well, that's <laughs> that kind of foreshadows the rest of the episode. Yeah, what oh, totally. it will be. Uh, it is just Lisa screwing with his brain, mm -hmm. which is really interesting because the Bart Lisa plot makes it apparent that Lisa will never be good at being rebellious or spiteful. Mm. Um, because she utterly fails when... Well, she does it, too, like, academically. Yeah, and she utterly fails when Bart wins first prize. Yeah. So it's it's just not in her character to yeah. be good at doing that, which I think is kind of nice. But she really, like, I, I think it's interesting because she really succeeds at screwing with him. Oh, yeah. But she just doesn't ever, like, win in the end. Because, yeah. like I said, she's too academic with it. Yeah. So she, like, really screws him over by, like, electrocuting him a bunch um, and, uh, like, making a bookcase fall on him. Uh, oh, yeah, which well, is pretty intense. Didn't, she didn't make that happen. <laughs> yeah, she, she didn't do anything to stop it. Yeah. She, <laughs> she, she, was def she definitely, with malice aforethought, <laughs> thought it would happen. Stupid books. But she also... For <laughs> That's one of my favorite shows. <laughs> she also presented him with every, uh, every uh, opportunity to get the cupcake hmm. every time. I will say that uh, I I had hamsters and they are not that smart. 
No, I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) They don't push tiny couches to walls to climb up things. They can't reason. That's problem solving. Exactly. They they eat their young. Yeah. 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 You just like... he would probably like stuff those fake books in his cheeks Aww. and save them for later. That is kind of cute, though. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of eating their young, J.D. McGregor. Oh boy, <laughs> what's the hamster's name? Yeah, this little fellow writes mysteries. <laughs> pseudonym J.D. McGregor. <laughs> How does he do that? Well, he starts with the ending and works his way backwards. <laughs> I love that Lisa's question is, how does he do that? Not like, hamsters can't write. She just like says, well, explain to me how this hamster wrote a book. <laughs> it was really great. Uh, just take him before his mother eats him. <laughs> That's, that, that is like a weird analytical question. Yeah. That is very in Lisa's character. She does it all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think, it, I think it, she was saying, like, how does he physically do it? Like, how does he type, <laughs> type a novel? It's a hamster. Oh. And then he is snarky yes. and says, well, you, you know, uh, yeah. That's, that's how I interpreted it. Oh, that's, that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> makes a lot more sense. But uh, I love the wise guy. Mm-hmm. He's very funny. A sarcastic man. Yes. The wise guy. Is that his he like a, a f- he has a real name? Did you know that? No, that's stupid. Yeah, they give him a name in a later season. Of course they do. Can't they ruin everything in the later seasons. <laughs> um, not, I was going to ask if he had lie. an official name or if he was just wise guy. I'm going to find out right now because I I looked it up a while back and I was saving it for a fun fact and I forgot about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> the plant escape. Escaping the power plant? Oh, That's yeah. So if the so plant good. ye wish to flee, go to Sector 7B. <laughs> Thou shalt not... <laughs> oh, Raphael. That's his name. His name's Raphael. Really? Yeah. Does he have a last right. name? Uh, not according to the Simpsons wiki. Mm, so he doesn't. Also commonly known as the sarcastic clerk, wise guy, or middle-aged man. Middle-aged Never man. referred to as middle-aged man, but... <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Uh, he is. So anyway, um, Homer escaping the plant is one of my favorite jokes in this episode. I will say it right now, especially the spider's curse. Oh my god! I think it's so funny. That's so otherworldly. Yeah, it's such it a is. weird, like uh, absurdist little <laughs> joke. This giant spider resides in the plant, and if you recite a Bible verse, it will let you pass. I guess. I mean, we don't see what happens, but <laughs> that's what we can assume. Yeah, well, I, I presume he killed it in that instance. And yeah. Therefore, no one ever has to recite a Bible verse anymore. So mm-hmm. he saved a lot of people. This episode's full. This episode's full of so many funny, like physical comedy moments within animation, mm-hmm. like the spider just immediately going down, <laughs> like a little rock yeah. hits him, and the spider just like flung. And uh, Chief Wiggum in the uh, the beer oh, the can beer suit rolling down the hill, Whee! then exploding at the end when he hits a tree is you ridiculous. Know, I bet that spider's a peaceful spider. Yeah, and it, it looked pretty. Not peaceful to me. Spiders That's are just spiders, though. Spiders, spiders look menacing, spi- but they're actually very nice. Spiders are predators. Yeah, they predators will, for shitty bugs. They will kill you if they have they the chance. Not. They will kill mosquitoes, so I love them. I'm just saying the spider was probably just like, this is my job. I like I hang out here and like scare people. Like, ooh. Mm. And then they say a Bible verse. I'm like, all right, you may pass. And Homer just murdered him. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why that would upset there's gonna, you. There's going to be some like big... Uh, fat guy from Star Wars Episode 6 come running out and cry about the dead Rancor. 
Totally. <laughs> I wasn't sure where that reference was going. <laughs> I approve of it. Thank you. It's good. It was a bit of a yeah, long trek to get there, but <laughs> I did it. Uh, <laughs> Brought it home. I did it. He did it. And I like how the last part of his plan is just Barney with a mattress, with a mattress on, his on his car. Jumping out the, jumping out the window. Like, is that Princess Diana? Uh, <laughs> just a pile of old uh, rags. Just a pile of rags. Uh, and he breaks his spine. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. I, I don't know how up, how far up the window was, but it's really <laughs> funny <laughs> that that's the last part of his plan. Yep. <laughs> so they go to the Duff Brewery. They sure do. They get the grand tour, but not being warned about the rumors that <laughs> a batch was poisoned with strychnine. strychnine. <laughs> it's been all over the news. It was on CNN. Oh, CNN. <laughs> well, it's not true. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, uh, the little commercial is great. Uh, all the little posters. Oh, the know, the he was doctor. A commie, the, he didn't drink Duff. The the doctor uh, shilling for Duff. Yeah, like the animated doctor. Drink up, man up. Yeah, man Ken- up. the Kennedy Nixon debate. Oh, so man. good. <laughs> I uh, I would also like to uh, express my fondness for this uh, particular product. Boo! Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I never drank a Duff in his life. <laughs> I love how Homer's like, hey, hates Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense, though. Yeah. Yeah. Homer wouldn't like Nixon. No. He doesn't like Bush. Of course. Yeah. He likes Ford. He sure does. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. After they decide to leave the Duff Brewery. Um, oh, sorry. Can can we go? Nah, I'll save it for my favorite joke. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Um. When Homer gets pulled over mm-hmm. by the highway patrol mm-hmm. um, and they make him do the ABCs, yes, um, he says, now I know my ABCs. Won't you come and play with me? Won't you come and play with me? Yeah. How did you guys end your ABCs? I was thinking the same thing. I think it was, uh, uh, now I know my ABCs. Next time, won't, won't you, you sing, sing with, with me? me? Yeah. Instead of next time, won't you sing with me, I was... Uh, I think it was for me. Won't you sing along with me? Mm. It was about singing, though. Like I felt like that was a pretty. That standard. one doesn't work as well because you already sang it all. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's like at fine, the end, like, Alan. At a rock concert at the end of the song, being like, Go, "You know the words, sing along." <laughs> now Brown. you guys take it. End chord. <laughs> Won't you sing along ba- with me? What are the next letters? It's done. <laughs> it's over. It. You missed I, it. I named them all. <laughs> Will you sing it again? No, I'm not singing it again. <laughs> no, that was, that was the whole thing. <laughs> Basically, the way you sang it was the way, was trying to say it the way our way actually said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a poor adaptation <laughs> of your way. And then Fine. Awesome the other one, <laughs> tell me what you think of me. Tell me what you think of me. Tell I me what you think of What before. is that? I yeah. had never heard either one of those. Me neither. Ever when I was growing up. This was the only time I'd ever heard those. Yeah. I'm Tell sure me I've heard the, the first me. one Homer said, but I can't say for sure because I might just remember it from this episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Simpsons just bleeds into your childhood. It really does. <laughs> just another cultural difference between us and the Americans. That's right. <laughs> we finish our ABCs with Z and yes. then different lines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, an interesting plot in the sense that and we've talked about this before, how Homer is an alcoholic. Yep. Um, a functioning alcoholic. Yep. So he often drives drunk. 
Um, in this instance, he was clearly driving drunk because he failed the breath breathalyzer test. Yeah. But he didn't seem like he was drunk. No, he's super functioning alcoholic. Yeah. Whereas, High and like he yeah. specifically even like told Barney, Barney, you're too drunk to drive. Yeah. Let me drive because I can handle it. Yeah. Is basically what he's saying, right? I think he's a. I think he is a bigger drinker than Barney. Well, it's. I, I think we've talked about this before. I think it's just that Barney doesn't hold his liquor as well. Exactly. I think they drink the same amount. Yeah. At least. Yeah. yeah. And also, Barney just doesn't have places to be. I guess. Because <laughs> he's yeah, always he's, at most. He's always at most. Or, he, or he's, he's he worked at the Ballerama. Yeah, he gets odd jobs yeah. in there. Does he live with his mother? No. He has his own apartment. Right? Yeah, he has an apartment. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's accomplished. He's an adult. <laughs> I'm just trying He's to wrap around filmmaker. where his where his money comes. Oh from yeah, totally. Oh. Um. I mean, I guess he lives in a shitty apartment. Clearly, doesn't eat because he's like excited when he finds bread or something. I can't remember. Oh, all of his money <laughs> goes to Mo. <laughs> Excited There's when a part he finds where he's bread. in his apartment and he like looks in the, or maybe I'm thinking of Otto. He's like, "Wow, I had mustard." Yeah, that's that's Otto. Right. Anyway, um, so <laughs> so Homer gets uh, arrested for drunk driving. Um, this is one of the only episodes that actually shows a consequence mm-hmm. to Homer's alcoholism, and just the fact that like yeah like so he he take, gets his car taken away, but he's still like drinking. He's just like, I don't mm-hmm. care. And then Marge has to be like, can you please like just give it up for 30 days? Yeah. And even then, it's like a struggle for him. Um, he does it, mm-hmm. which is pretty great. And this is also what we were talking about, how the structure is weird, because we never really see him struggle with it that much, except for just like mentioning it in well, scenes. And like, a, well, and I a, would like a beer right now. <laughs> and, and a big joke montage, right? right. But what, which isn't, he's never truly tempted mm-hmm. until the duffs start raining on him. We never see him like go through withdrawal or yeah. anything. It's just yeah. it's just him being like, "Oh, I wish I could drink." The closest we see to that is him his hand shaking yeah. when he crosses. <laughs> yeah, it. when he crosses 30. it out. Um, I think that's supposed to represent something like that, mm-hmm. but obviously they're not going to do that. No. Yeah. He's not. Dark. It's not like leaving Las Vegas. This thing. <laughs> Have you seen that? Oh yeah. Oh boy. That's a movie I never need to see again. Yeah. That's but it's a, great. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Nicolas Cage is great. He's very good. Yeah. It's a good movie. You uh, you fan shoot. of the cage? You know my answer. <laughs> yes. I I like several of his films, and then there's a lot that I don't like. But I don't think he's. I've I've come around. I don't think he's like a terrible actor or anything. Did you ever Did, think he was a terrible not, actor? Yes. What? Uh, why? Because <laughs> I saw a lot of very shitty movies that he. But he's did. never shitty in them. Yes, he is. Not once. Are we talking about Nicolas Cage? Or are we talking about The Simpsons here, Craig? <laughs> Fine, She's got a point. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Forget it. Detour over. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for the cage match <laughs> podcast. We should the start fourth that. podcast. We should <laughs> can't do another podcast. <laughs> we'll we'll farm it out. All right. We'll get other people to do it. Yeah, we'll make a network. Yeah. Cinepel's podcast network. Yeah. Well Boathouse Podcast Network. There yeah. you go. Sorry. Yeah. Well Yeah. <laughs> That's how it'll work. Fine. Are there? Is this the only episode? Uh, just going back to what you guys were saying about acknowledging Homer drinking a lot. Is this the like one, oh, the only one or one of the only ones? I can't think of. They're any rare. Other. Yeah, there's some other ones uh, that have it as a part of the plot, if I remember correctly. But it's never uh, the sole focus mm. like this one yeah. that I can think of offhand. The one where he misses her recital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's ones where like he. 
like because of his alcoholism that bad things happen and it spurs yeah some inciting incident but yeah it's yeah this is the only one where it's like the the episode is about him quitting drinking right because he has a problem and he goes to Alcanon yeah and all that Alcanon <laughs> which is amazing <laughs> oh god every single that's that was one of the jokes I wrote down was that his at the group is Molman standing up. <laughs> My name is Hobbs. Ruined my life. I'm, I'm 31. 31. 31. He's 31. I'm, yeah, he's yeah. how old I am. <laughs> and you don't look like him. Oh, you were 30. <laughs> I had turned 31 in a month. Oh my God! I like missed this whole year. <laughs> well, it's the third month of the, or the fourth month of the year. It's oh just yeah, the first first quarter. I guess this month went by quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for me as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, very quickly. <laughs> Um, so Homer is, uh, ordered not only to attend, um, Alcanon meetings, but he's also ordered to attend a drinking and driving, uh, seminar. Oh yeah. Where they're forced to watch a Troy McClure film. <laughs> yes. And, uh, we have another installment of Troy McClure's filmography. Yes. Alan, did you write them down? <laughs> did I ever. Did you want to take the first one or the second one? Oh, uh, either one. All right. Uh, the first one is, uh, hi, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such driver's ed films as Alice's Adventures Through the Windshield. <laughs> glass. Glass. Windshield glass, sorry. Yes. And um, and the other one is The Decapitation of Larry Leadfoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just gets better and better. Did you guys ever, uh, like, in driver's ed, did you ever watch those, like... Yeah. Terrifying like PSA ads. Honestly, from I forget everything about Driver's Ed. Oh, it's like burned oh, into you my memory. Be driving then. No. <laughs> yeah, it just kind of fell out of my brain. Uh, it's very dangerous. There's a lot of things you need to know. I can't even operating a death honestly, machine. Honestly, I can't read, and there's signs that have words on oh, them. Oh boy! All right. Um, <laughs> Catherine, can you get his license from him tonight? Uh, yeah, at some point, I'll Famous. definitely do that. I'm gonna call the police. Woo! Uh, <laughs> I definitely, I like those ads are burned into my mind of, you know, that it was like the drunk driving one, the like distracted driving one. So when I got my learners, it was starting to become a problem. Uh, and they were like terrifying. There's so much screaming and you'd see the crash and like, and the fallout after the crash. Yeah. It was awful. Very graphic. Super uh, graphic. I saw, I remember. Yeah. And- I think they said like specifically that these are from Australia because and they just, they just air in Australia. They're always in Australia, and it's like because yeah. they don't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> they're like we want our people to know how terrifying driving is. Yeah, mine were all Australian. Because here in Canada, we had like I'm sure you guys remember the like the beer glass one. Oh yeah, remember that one. <laughs> Where it's like the the more beer glasses, the, the mad the, one, the more uh, yeah. uh, foggy the vision is. Yeah, crash into an ambulance. Yeah, totally. Yep. That's uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> was the beer glass one? That was like, our that was our commercial. That was, that was how they told us not to drink and drive. <laughs> yeah. Australia, it's like if you do this, everyone you love will die, and like here they all are in a pile of blood. Except for that one person, they're alone now. Yes, <laughs> how it seemed to go. It's they're like, alone oh. now. They blame themselves and will kill themselves for it out of guilt in three years. Oh God! Yeah. So but Homer I'm watches. I'm pretty sure that's in an episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's verbatim. Like, it's all flooding back to me. There you go. I remember it. He remembers how to drive. (laughs) I can read again. Oh, hooray. Hooray. Uh, So Homer watches all of these videos. Yep. And and loves it. And takes a lot of joy out of it. (laughs) It's... 
It's um, funny because he's not them. In this scene, we also get uh, our first appearance of Sarah Wiggum. That's right. Which is Clancy's wife. Where was she? She was in the slideshow that he was, show- or the little home video. Oh, that's and the like, first appearance He's like, appearance this is mine. And then he's like, oh, wait, I do something really funny here. And he, like, sprays her the hose. <laughs> and he starts laughing so hard. <laughs> and nobody else is. Oh, I find that so funny. <laughs> I had no idea. Also, like in the video, she's so like not having. No, <laughs> yeah. That was an asshole thing to do. <laughs> just drops a tray of yeah, food. Like, I have hot dogs in my hands. <laughs> I was gonna feed you, you fat slob. <laughs> so you're paying me. Ah, uh, oh, that's happy. great. Ah, <laughs> oh, they love each Thank other. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Every time they show Wiggum, it's just another chance to poke fun at authority, mm-hmm. and I love that they take it. And Skinner. And Skinner, and Quimby. Yep, all of them. All of them, <laughs> every one of them. Uh, even even in this episode, it's uh, like Skinner isn't very featured, but he is present at the science fair, and he's like, "I don't think I need to see any of the other contestants' <laughs> first, first prize. prize." He also has my favorite <laughs> bit of animation in this episode, which is his like butt wiggling. Oh my when he's oh god! <laughs> it's animated so perfectly. One of my notes is the Simpsons has a knack. For animating butts, <laughs> they, they really just—they do. do. They just like take the most pride. It's like curved in just a way. It like moves. It's so weird, yeah. and I was noticing it. Like, wow, they like. They has <laughs> two of the most memorably animated butts of all time. <laughs> Nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> Stupid, sexy Flanders. <laughs> Over, under, in and out. That's what shoe tying's all about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fun fact. Yeah. Um, I did a uh, I did a short video for um, Alan and Catherine and I all attended the same university, and at this university they did a variety show called Toonie Theater. It was where kids from around the department would come and show off what they could do. Uh, and Students, there was not kids. Kids. Yeah, that's, <laughs> when uh, we yeah. were fourteen. Children. When we were fourteen, <laughs> we went to university. We were geniuses, you see. <laughs> <laughs> and we all chose the odds because turns out we weren't smart. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> That's a sitcom right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um and smart art kids. In in one of these <laughs> smart the smart art. The smartest. Smart the smartest. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh Pat oh, Pending. Good. Yeah. good. Right there. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I love that. The smartest. <laughs> uh, right, it's it's a pun. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yes, it Play is. Yeah, um, and at this theater, um, we made a video one time. It was superhero toony. It was about superheroes uh, gearing up. And James, who we've had on this podcast, um, was in that video. And there's a shot of him putting his cape on. And he was like, "How do we make this shot funny?" And they had asked me to direct it, and I was like, "Well, we could do this." When you're tying up your cape, you could say over, under, in and out. That's what shoe tying's all about. Uh, and he was like, is that from something? Yes, do it. <laughs> yes, yes, please do it. <laughs> and he did, and it's hilarious. Great. End of story. <laughs> Good. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, uh, so the uh, tomato. Yeah. How did Lisa make that tomato? Human growth hormone? Yeah, it was uh, yeah, like she's steroids? like GMO, like steroids. That's what it was. Steroids. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then they say something about the Olympic athletes. 
Hmm. The, the right. ones that allow our Olympic athletes to achieve new feats of greatness, the very same. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. Yes, yes, totally. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It is. I, I just think it's an interesting thing that she becomes, uh, and even at this point, is such a like hippie, you know? Oh, in, yeah. In the, a lot of ways. The like, shades are definitely there. Yeah. George Meyer is definitely taking over. Yeah. But she's like, like I would say most people who are like big into recycling and vegetarians and all that stuff are very against GMOs. Mm-hmm. They're into organic stuff. Oh, totally. Like, I'm. I. I think this is beneficial for the world, and that proves that she is smart. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's my little <laughs> <laughs> anti anti GMO tr- <laughs> diatribe. All right. Uh, anyway, so uh, I <laughs> I remember this episode less so for the B-plot, and I actually always forget that it's in this episode. I do, too. Uh, until, obviously, the opening, and it has a science fair. I'm like, oh, right, this yeah. is all in this episode. Yeah, and it's great. It's weird when that happens, because, and I, we talked about this before, I think, but just the fact that the titles of the episodes usually just relate to the A-plot, obviously, mm-hmm. and therefore, a lot of the B-plots, I forget which episode they're in. Mm-hmm. It's not like they would call this one Duffless and a Science Fair. Yeah. <laughs> also, there's a Science Fair. There's a cl- that's a clunky title. <laughs> Duffless slash Bart v. Lisa Don of Tomatoes. <laughs> See, Bart that's, v. Lisa. That's the kind of thing that you would do on uh, shows that have two mini, mini episodes right. in the... Like, um, like Pinky and the Brain or mm-hmm. Animaniacs yeah. or yeah. stuff like that, right? Where it's like half Short the episode. Short 10-minute yeah. or 12-minute episodes. Right? And that's so you can make one. The This is this was an A plot that we had in mind, but it can only fill 11 minutes. <laughs> and this was another, this was a B plot we had in mind, but we'll stick it after the A one so we can fill the other 11 yeah. minutes. Hmm. Right? Um, but because this is a primetime cartoon, they couldn't get away them. with that. You gotta You got to somehow... Interlace them, yeah. yeah. And you can't have all your prime time cartoon episodes be in two baby parts. Yeah. Right? Uh, I don't know why. I wouldn't watch it. It's true. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I would have watched it until I, I was want like a cohesive 13. episode. And this is not really. No, but, <laughs> but when I was. But it's really funny. 14 or whatever age I was. How old would I have been? Was it 94? Well, you were in university then, so. Right. <laughs> I was one of the smartest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Fridays at seven thirty on the CW. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not the CW. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ew. Damn it! Damn it! I can't get cast on the CW. <laughs> I don't have abs <laughs> nor biceps. <laughs> nor do I shave. <laughs> I was really aiming for Showtime, but. Mm. After dark. <laughs> All right, so we go to the reference desk. Yeah, let's. So here we are at the reference desk. Hello. Um, <laughs> We've <laughs> moved. <laughs> of course, the uh, cupcakes. Oh scene. my God, yes. Stanley Kubrick's A Clockwork Orange. What a great movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The uh, the clock on the Duff Brewery tour was apparently a parody of one off of It's a Small World. The It's a Small World clock. Uh, oh, the dude in his uh, chair coming Moon around in the big clock. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Um, 
a group of women leading in the Duff advertisement, which I totally forgot about, which is so funny. Look uh, at all those feminists. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot about that. That joke um, was amazing. They're leading an anti-sexism protest in front of the McMahon and Tate building, a reference to the advertising agency from Bewitched. Oh. Good. Yeah, from Speed Bewitched. Pit. That's right. <laughs> um... Apparently, the scene towards the end where Mo points towards the individual company uh, customers saying they'll be back, yeah, um, is a parody at the end of the film Reefer Madness. Oh man, have you seen that movie? No, it I is haven't. Cray. Oh, it's so good. It's so. Is that funny. the one that told people to be stay away from weed? From weed, yeah. Yes. Or they'll shoot each other. They'll yeah. shoot each other and jump out windows. It's right. awesome. Yeah, it's so funny. Oh, I forgot about that movie. I did too. It's really good. <laughs> Did not recognize that reference. Uh, Raindrops keep falling on my head from Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. (laughs) Um, It was a very good beer, sung to the tune of the 1961 song, It Was a Very Good Year. Uh, One of the lyrics uh, says Homer is listening to Queen, reference to Queen. Um, Bart sitting in the chair stroking the hamster is a James Bond reference to (laughs) Blofeld, of course. Uh, and in order Christoph to find, Waltz. yeah, Christoph Waltz, J.D. McGregor. Spoiler for Spectre, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> really? I haven't seen Spectre. Oh. Uh, yeah. Christoph no, Waltz it's not plays, a spoiler. Plays, uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not matter it really that, doesn't. His, that his it's, name is Blofeld. It's, it's just like if I told you, if you had never seen Star Trek Into Darkness, and I was like, oh, uh, what's his name? Benedict Cumbersnatch plays... Uh, Cumbersnatch. <laughs> oops. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, bleep it out. <laughs> Benedict I'm used, I'm used Cumbersnatch. To it, I'm used to saying it that way as a joke, and I just forgot about it. Uh, <laughs> it's called him. Somewhere he's sitting there listening to this podcast, like, that son of a bitch. That was... Uh, <laughs> what a great slip up there. I'm sorry for harping on it, but that was it's really fine. funny. No, I, really, I didn't uh, even realize I did it until Catherine <laughs> repeated it, and I was like, oh, yeah, right. Oh, no. It's not his real name. Um... <laughs> Anyway, if I told you he played uh, Khan in Star Trek Into Darkness. It's like that kind of... Spo- like okay. That, so it's... Yeah. It has no bearing to anything. It's just like... Yeah. Surprise. Remember how we told you he, w- he was playing this character? It's actually this character. It <laughs> only matters to fans of the series. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah totally. So. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so no spoilers at all. It's totally fine. Yep. Why did we talk James about... Bond James spoilers. Bond. James Bond reference. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah <laughs> did you say bad. James Bond dies? <laughs> <laughs> and they replace him with Matt Damon. <laughs> Surprise. They replace him with uh, Lady James Bond. Idris Elba. Uproar ensues. Mm. <laughs> For no reason. Mm-hmm. Anyways. What other references are there? Is that it? That's it. Oh! That, those are the ones that's that I caught. Got. Yeah, that we could catch. Um, that Simpsons Wikipedia caught and what Wikipedia caught. Excellent. So. Like Wikipedia? Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. Yeah. The Royal Wikipedia. That's right. <laughs> so shall we talk about our favorite joke? Oh God, yes. Let's do it, Catherine. Uh, I said the the Hans Mulman one. Yes. Uh, I love that one. Uh, but I think my favorite joke in this episode is um, Bart walking past the bookshelf <laughs> and saying stupid books. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's so funny because it's like he took the time to say out loud stupid books as he like walks by <laughs> something he passes by every day of yeah, his life. I like to think that he does it often. 
<laughs> Almost every time he walks past, ah, stupid books. Yeah, stupid books. And that's why Lisa knew she he would look up there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah, he does it all the time. They, I, it's like someone in the writers' room is like, why is he? Why would you notice a cupcake on top of the? Wait, <laughs> he hates the books because so he hates the books. Commenting on them. Uh, so that's mine. Nice, very nice. Uh, mine is Homer's conversation between his brain and himself. Oh my god! <laughs> also, just the way the camera pans <laughs> is so, so funny. It's great. It's really it's, smart. It's almost as good as the. It was a pornography store. <laughs> I was buying <laughs> pornography. <laughs> I would have never thought of that. <laughs> I just love how it, yeah it obviously it pans up when it's in his brain and down when he's talking out loud and then like it pans down and then back up <laughs> and he's like well off to the plant <laughs> and then to the dub brewery did I say that out loud or just think it Homer are you going to the I gotta dump think of a lie fast he says out loud <laughs> so like to their like all they see is him saying you know well I'm off to work punching at nine roll out at five that's the plan and then to the dub brewery <laughs> I gotta think of a lie fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's even better when you take out the, 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 the thoughts. thoughts. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's so funny it's from the like, family's what perspective. A weird thing. What an odd thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta think of a lie fast. Are you going to the Duff Brewery? Ah! He screams and runs away. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that one. Great. That one's pretty phenomenal. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, mine is uh, the spider, uh, which I mentioned, but also. Chief Wiggum rolling down the hill. Oh, and exploding. God. I think that's so funny. It's I, so funny. I think what the adds sound a effects, lot. Oh, and man. then, like, like, at first he's like, oh, 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 hey, this is kind of fun. <laughs> Wee! Wee! Explode. <laughs> I think what adds a lot to that joke is the fact that we got to watch this without commercials, yeah. and he literally opens the yeah. next scene. The next, totally! The yeah, opens with him talking to Marge. Yeah, it's <laughs> so funny. Oh, my God. Yep. Solid. So oh, yeah, solid. They have that really dark joke. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez, yeah. Uh, uh, talk to that cop over there. <laughs> I miss his Phillips. He said my husband was DWI. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> so, like, her husband's dead. Her husband's dead, yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. Well, D-O-A. So, D-O-A. Dead on arrival. That's right. That's right. Uh, so, did we did we like this episode? Love it. Aces. Masterpiece. Great app. Great app. Even though the story structure is so weird, great app. Yeah. yeah. We also get another uh, indication of Mo being a piece oh, of shit. Oh, yeah. Just the worst. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was terrible. His animation him, was... right, fellas? Ah. And he's animated in an extra ugly way. Yeah. Extra ugly, like, like so weird. Yeah. That's the way he kind of, he kind of looked in season one where his like top lip was like weird. Yeah. <laughs> flapping around. It's like an S. <laughs> yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Oy. Great. Anyway, our next episode <laughs> that we will be talking about is Last Exit to Springfield, a.k.a. the Power Plant Strike One. A.k.a. Dental Plan. <laughs> Lisa needs braces. Saddle plan. Lisa needs braces. Saddle plan. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Great. It's <laughs> testing. See how long we can do it. Well, not, not as long as that. No. <laughs> this isn't a time for Sideshow Bob getting hit by rakes. <laughs> it's close, though. In the episode? I think it goes on. No, I know. That's what I mean. Like, oh, we're not. We shouldn't we do shouldn't that. We shouldn't do it. Okay. Um, 
But in the episode, it's definitely one of those moments. Yeah. It goes on for a little too long. Just a little off. And it's so weird. And then they, they drop the pencil down his pants, and then it continues. It goes again. And, and it's hilarious. It's yeah. <laughs> um, okay. TV Guide synopsis. This is really interesting because uh, Chris Turner writes this exact TV Guide synopsis in his book. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Planet Simpson. I'm familiar with it. Yeah, we've had him on before. Yes, I know. I was People there. should listen to that episode if they haven't. I agree. All right. Um, <laughs> Great we, episode. Great do episode. we have any idea what we're going to do with the other books? No. We no? can keep giving it away at Simpsons Trivia, but you never come, so. Yeah, that's true. I'd like to be able to come the next time Yeah. when we give one away. Yes. Agreed. Yes. So... Homer's brain serves him well in negotiations with Burns over the Union Dental Plan, which is of great importance to the braces bound Lisa. Dr. Joyce Brothers has a cameo. <laughs> Wait, was, that was really her? Yeah. She brought her own mic. I brought my own mic. <laughs> I totally thought that was just a regular cast member. It's like one line. Yeah. I don't know who that person is, but I love that line. <laughs> I brought my own mic. I'll find out if that's actually her voice. All right. This TV guy might just be saying a appearance cameo, not a voice cameo. Uh, it might actually be part of the synopsis that was provided by the studio. You mean? Sure. Yes, um, but no, it is it is her. It is actually her. Weird. Super weird. <laughs> she brought her own mic. I brought my own mic. It's her only line. It. Yeah. It's weird. Um, this has been. Much touted as the best episode ever. ever. Um, I would not agree. Uh, it's certainly an excellent episode. It's. I think TV Guide listed it as their number one as well. I remember, because I do remember before I read Planet Simpson, um, like you said, Chris Turner says it's his favorite episode. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but uh, before I read that book, I remember having it in my brain that this was regarded by critics, or at least like some critics, as the best episode of all time. And I remember thinking, like, huh, I never would have, like, in my mind, it never would have been number one. And so, like, every time I've watched it since then, I'm like, like, what is it about this episode that makes people love it so much? Not in a way that, like, I don't, because I do love this episode. I think it's really funny. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, there's, it doesn't take a, bre- a breather. You know what I mean? Like, it's just joke, 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 joke. Yeah. And, and that's a great episode. Um, and it's also got a really fun story. Mm-hmm. The plot is great. Plot is great. It's got lots of burns, which is great. Oh my god! Um, and it's got a lot to say, which is interesting. Yeah. About just about un- the Japanese. Uh, yeah, and unions. Bosch Flimshaw. <laughs> That's my first note. <laughs> is Bosch and Flimshaw. <laughs> uh, my first one is McBain. Mm. Oh god. McBain shows up. Yep. At the very beginning of this episode, uh, which leads to one of my favorite lines is. Swank, ten times more addictive than marijuana. marijuana. <laughs> to human misery. <laughs> that is something. That's something you'd say. I, you'd like that line. Oh yeah. well, Alan and I cheers to evil all the time yeah, in honor of, of Mr. Burns. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. not Black. To Mr. Black. Sorry, in honor of Mr. Black. Mr. Black. I love Mr. Burns so much. He can do no wrong. He can say any line, and I'll, I'm just so in love with him. Funny. He's, he's so, so funny. funny Don't watch later episodes. Oh. He, he, he says dumb lines. Oh. His character's Balls. bad. Um, That's too bad. But in this one. In this one, he's so good. Yeah. <laughs> he's so great in this one. 
If only we'd listen to that young man instead of walling him up in the abandoned Coke oven. <laughs> what? <laughs> you killed him. Yeah. It's definitely not the first time he's killed somebody. No. no. It won't be the last. Yeah. That might actually be the first time he saw someone being tra- taken off to their death. Hmm. Very possible. Yeah. We don't know his life. No. Not very we well, anyway. Snippets. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Burns definitely led a very interesting life. How old is he? Is there like an actual number? So old. Because <laughs> it said 1909. How old is he? And he was like, I don't know, looked like a little eight-year-old kid with a lollipop. Well, that's the joke. Mr. Burns is impossibly His age fluctuates. Old. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if they ever mention a specific age, it's definitely not consistent. <laughs> um, his mother, I remember his, him saying his mother's 127. Yeah. <laughs> in the one episode she appears in, Homer the Smithers. Yeah. Um, She's still alive. Yep. And so, you know, he's probably around 100. We could imagine she Mm -hmm. probably had him young. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So old. So old. Yeah, that's definitely just a running joke is just Burns is really old. Yeah. So, like, they, but I don't know. It's like a lot of the old jokes are really clever, though. Yeah. I don't know. Well, just the fact that he says "ahoy hoy." Yeah, I was just about <laughs> to say. Hoy. Yeah, yeah, it's like, that's, so clever. That's a joke I never got for a long time because no. it's not something. Why would you? In my wheelhouse. Yeah, I was just like, oh, this is just like his catchphrase, and then it's like, nope, it's because he wanted to go with was it Bell Alexander Graham Bell wanted to say ahoy. Well, hoy. he well he probably knew Alexander Graham Bell exactly. Yeah, and well, probably his, owned one of the first. His telephones. social insur- his his social security number is not 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 <laughs> not 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 two. <laughs> Because of Roosevelt. That's right. <laughs> I had no idea. That's amazing. <laughs> What's the episode? Uh, so what you're saying is I'm indestructible. No, a slight breeze could indestructible. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's the billionaire when they when they take over when Homer uh, when the Simpsons. Trillions? Uh, no, they take over um, Burns's house and they go uh, for that. Uh, Boat ride out onto international right, waters, yeah. right. which was supposed to be a box social season 10, uh, 11. It, it might, it's one of those, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, it's, one um, those. it's one I've watched, but is not uh, logged in my memory. Mm. It's an mm-hmm. excellent line. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's a destructive, r- <laughs> <laughs> it's a rare moment of brilliance in that season, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's uh, let's talk about one of the Greatest one-off characters of all time. The dentist. The dentist. So good. Son, you're a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get respect. So a talent for causing things pain. Voiced by Hank Azaria. Yeah. But they actually wanted Anthony Hopkins. Oh. Or who's the other one? Jeremy Irons. No. Jeremy's <laughs> Iron. No. <laughs> Well, they wanted either Anthony Hopkins or someone else. I can't remember. But uh, they ended up getting Anthony Perkins to do it. Oh, really? Yeah. But he died, unfortunately, before <gasps> he could. That's so sad. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. So, so they just they were just like, all right, just give it to Hank. <laughs> and he, he nails it. Oh, yeah, he nails great, it. Of course. Like, that's, that's usually the case, right? Yeah. Um, well, it's not the first time they'll do that to, for him. Hank Azaria oh, yeah. he's, he's often the, the go-to for one-off characters. Yeah, or, and they're usually amazing. Yeah. Uh, grimy. Yep, that's the other one. <laughs> uh, uh, Clint Eastwood was the other one. Anthony Hopkins or Clint Eastwood. Is oh. who they wanted, and they both weird. Uh, Anthony Hopkins would have been great. Yeah, he would have. Watching Hank Azaria's performance. Yeah, totally. I, I feel like he's modeling it after 
Anthony yeah. Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. Almost a little. Um, almost every line. This is. It's a shame that no big actor wanted to do it because it, the thing is, every line that character has it's is hilarious. So mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. Um, like, why must you turn my office into a house of lies? <laughs> Let's take a look at a picture book. Oh. The big, big book, book of, of British, British smiles. <laughs> That's enough. Just weeping. That's enough. She been sucking on a pacifier. No. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> what is this line? Sit still, so I can gas you. <laughs> These this predate like stainless steel, so you, you can't, can't get, get them, them wet. wet. <laughs> like this is the scraper. This is the poker. And this, this happy little fellow is the, the gouger. Sit still while I gas you. <laughs> oh, it's insane. Great character. It's insane. Like Perfectly this. captures the feeling of a dentist's office. Mm-hmm. Well, especially when you're a little kid. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, like uh, that Bart was being such a dick because like, kids actually did that, mm-hmm. right? I don't. I don't think it ever happened to me, but like I definitely have seen it happen where kids like try to scare the other kids before they go into the. Oh, dentist's all the office. time. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. And it's like, oh, it's so terrifying, and that that um, that dentist probably with the lens with the filter of a child lifted is just a regular guy. Yeah. Right. But once you see him through the eyes of Lisa and Bart and Ralph. He is an insane <laughs> monster. Yeah. A Hannibal Lecter, if you will. Yeah. Which is something that I really enjoy. Um, hold still while I gas you. <laughs> Phenomenal. <laughs> um, oh, and there's another excellent one-off character in this episode. Gummy Joe. Oh, yeah. Gummy Joe! Yeah. here, that's for sure. And apparently <laughs> Droopy Dog and Walter Brennan both make cameos in this episode. Wow. Do they? I missed him. Well, I wouldn't have old Chopper here, that's for sure. That's a that's a Walter Brennan impression. Oh, I see. Yeah. And um the it oh, was yeah, him. The <laughs> him. Him yeah. That guy uh is droopy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a droopy dog voice. It's an excellent impression, Alan. Thank you. And mm. also Greg, great great gummy Joe. Also good, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> and Greg good. You Greg, did you good. did good too. <laughs> you did good. <laughs> Here's a treat. <laughs> Here's a lolly. <laughs> Uh, I could go for a candy cane right now. That was a joke. The uh, all opposed, nay, like that whole run of jokes, however you want to call it, was it one that I remember really well being one of the first things I like thought was the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> Which one? Sorry. So like when when they're like all like all in favor, yay, all opposed, nye. me. <laughs> <laughs> and and like even that on its own, I thought was funny. Like ah, it's just one guy, just one guy is opposed, <laughs> but it doesn't matter because everyone else is for it. Um, and then like they bring it back and then it's like, who keeps saying that? And they like all part and it's this big buff guy for some <laughs> reason, just like hanging out, like <laughs> looking suave. And then like this little, little piece of shit guy <laughs> who's like, <laughs> it was him. let's get him fellas. And they all do. And it, I don't know, just like everything about that joke structure just really rang true for me. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. It's great. It's great, the little voice, <laughs> me. And like, yeah, just the fact that's a very distinct voice, so you like, you know immediately. No, it's clearly that guy. <laughs> How are they being fooled? 
And why is this big buff guy not <laughs> causing a stink? Anyway. Yeah. I like how much they draw attention to the problem that became about crooked unions mm-hmm. and eventually unions themselves being essentially completely associated 100% with organized crime. Yeah. It was like, it wasn't even a question. Like, yep, these, everyone is a, everyone's a crook in the unions, right? Uh, even though, like, now unions are, for the most part, a pretty good thing um, in this country, anyway. As far as I know. As far yeah. as I know. Yeah. Um, for more about unions, watch uh, season two of The Wire. Hmm. Yeah. I hear that's not the best one. No. It's my least favorite one, but still very good. Yeah, I mean, when it's like the best episode, when it's the best TV show of all time, I mean, it's probably still going to be best. pretty good. Yeah, second best. Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad. Breaking yeah. Bad. Yeah. I mean, or Battlestar They, they stole that throne. I would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, save it for the cage match. All right. Save it for the cage <laughs> You're match. You're right. He I does like guest that. in all those shows. <laughs> um. uh, so it shines a light on unions, is what you were saying. Yeah, uh, or just pokes fun at them yeah. for... Um, the amount of literature that and film and just real world problems that unions have had and how they've been depicted in media yep. and that sort of thing and it's all hilarious. Yeah, when it's actually super dark. It is. <laughs> yeah, because Homer says, "How much does this job pay? Nothing unless you're crooked." And he doesn't even think twice about it. Yes, <laughs> I am crooked now. <laughs> uh. There's a thousand film references in this episode. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's yes. a whole lot. <laughs> so many. There's a whole lot. Um, where were we? We're going to talk about the episode, you know, yeah. like we usually do. That's right. That's right. <laughs> pretty... What am I? What are we doing? <laughs> sorry, I <laughs> Simpsons. Sorry, I left Black for, a for a second. Blackout for a second. I like we, the I like the like the Burns versus Homer. Uh, dichotomy you get where it's They're like the best scenes in the episode it's They're like phenomenal. burns thinks God. that homer's this master negotiator and like really <laughs> like holding out really well but really he's just an idiot yeah the first time is just because he thinks burns is coming on to him the other time is because he has to go to the bathroom that's brilliant <laughs> that is so good it's so, so brilliant both it's those like scenes are so good like yeah. just the words that are used like the writing is so great yeah um obviously there's you know if i happen to slip a little something into your pocket what should i care ah <laughs> <laughs> After all, negotiations make strange bedfellows. <laughs> Wink. Wink. Eyebrows. <laughs> Mr. Burns' physicality in that scene made it for me. Like his like classic leaning Burns hands leaning on the yeah. desk. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, and his whole office is just hilarious. For oh, yeah. like, like his the way it's drawn. Oh, it's so good. Um, yeah, every scene with them is a masterpiece. <laughs> Gotta look out for number one. <laughs> Make a big splash. I should really stop ending the tour with it. <laughs> basement. Yeah. The ping pong table. Yeah. Um, like a leaky faucet or a leaky mm. pipe. <laughs> well, the, so Homer gets elected as the head of the union because Lisa needs braces and they're going to get rid of their dental plan. Yes, um, we all know the chant. And <laughs> so. <laughs> So that's that's basically the the crux of the episode, and now Homer is being summoned to Burns's house by hired goons. <laughs> hired goons, <laughs> uh, which you just can't seem to understand. Crusher and Loblo. Loblo, yeah, yeah. Um, 
could have sworn his name was Joey in an earlier episode. Um, maybe was it a in different that hired uh, gun? Or maybe that's his nickname. Was that the episode? Uh, uh, Blood Feud. Mm, that's what I'm thinking. Save Mr. Barzil. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was, thinking, I was anyway. thinking of Simpsons and, Simpson and Delilah for some reason. Incorrect. Um, no, I, I know that now. I win. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we get an excellent recap of all of Burns's adventures with the Simpsons, which I really enjoy. Because I love when they do that. They do it a couple times. Yeah. I really They'll appreciated it as someone who doesn't <laughs> know the best. That's why I turned to you guys and said, has uh, Who Shot Mr. Burns already happened? Right. They did the little recap, and I was like, "Oh, this is actually there's very helpful." There's an episode in because uh, I, I was mentioning I pretty much rewatched all of season eight. Yes, and there's an, there's a moment where uh, I can't remember, I can't even remember the context right now, but they say like, "Oh, Maggie," and he's like, "Oh, <laughs> the baby who shot me." No, <laughs> <laughs> the old man and the Lisa. That's the one. Yes, yeah. yes. He's like, "I'm here to talk about your daughter or whatever," and yeah. he's like, "Maggie," like, "Oh, the baby who shot me." No, I mean Lisa. <laughs> and that ba- and Maggie shoots him a gun. Yeah, yeah. Like this little finger yeah. gun. Yeah, that's so funny. I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. Like, so, like oh, oh, yes, no, <laughs> no, not her. Uh, That's fine. good. Every every major event in your life is revolved around the Simpsons family somehow. It's <laughs> in a later episode. Can't quite. Smithers says that. But, yeah. Oh, um, speaking of the the scene in Burns's basement with the looking out for number one, where do we think Homer peed? <laughs> oh, yeah. In one of the twenty three rooms he's yeah, looking yeah. to. Yeah. What, what do you think? What do you, how I do you mean, think he hid that? I, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I feel my, my instinct says either a potted plant mm-hmm. or uh, like a sink. So like not like maybe a kitchen or something where mm-hmm. there's no toilet, but it's a, a drain, <laughs> right? Right. I want to say, yeah, that he like, if it was like a bed or something, he'd be like very p- transparent about it. But because it's like he takes a second is like, yes. It's sort of like, okay, it was probably something mostly <laughs> like something that they wouldn't find later. Yeah. See, what I'm thinking is he thinks it's something they they wouldn't find, but it's actually something they will. Uh, like just like on the carpet in the no, hall. No, like he peed in a washing machine or something. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> That's honestly what came to my mind. Is <laughs> he's just like, oh, this'll work. Yeah. This has water in it. That's <laughs> so gross. Just pee in it and then turn it on and it'll wash it away, right? Yeah, right? that's how it works. Sure. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Terrible. Yeah. Just but terrible. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Disgusting. <laughs> but that's the that's the beauty of it. We all get to make our own end to that joke. It's true. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. good writing. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> good job, writers. Simpsons writers. Simpsons writers one, Alan zero. Oh, um, good reference. Good reference. Burns drops Homer off at his house, um, and then <laughs> flies away at a chopper, <laughs> threatening to crush Homer like, like a, a bug, bug, and then falls out. And the a scene sound it makes when he lands <laughs> is so good. It is in a moment that's extremely reminiscent of the gorge jump. Yeah, I think. Yeah, totally. Because then they put him on a stretcher and he yeah. bonks on a chimney as he flies away. Yeah. That bonk is imprinted in my memory from childhood. <laughs> as a kid, I thought it was the funniest thing. And I was also concerned for him. I was like, oh, he's not going to be okay. Um, <laughs> God, I think it's the funniest like little background gag that exists. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some strange medicine 
crawling through those old bones. I know. Right? Survive. Indestructible. Yeah. Uh, apparently, after after the um, the the workers go on strike, we learn that Lisa can play the guitar very well, like very well. Yeah, classical gas isn't a super easy piece. No, at all. So, um, I didn't know what it was for a long time. I thought I I didn't know what it was. Like I, I was like, why? I don't get it. It was a joke I didn't get, basically, is what I'm saying. Oh, it's right. a song. When he's like, yeah. When he's like, now play classical gas, and she starts playing a riff, I was like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Did you write this? Is this yours? <laughs> is it, uh, and even now, is it a band or is it a song? It's a song. Okay. So yeah. I'm pretty sure in my mind as a kid, I'm like, oh, it must be a band. It's an instrumental. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like basically a classic, like It's basically just a classical guitar playing that. Yeah. yeah. Not all of us are guitar players, you guys. We got to gang up on me. We're, we're not um, ganging up on you. No, no. De- definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. I like Greg and I are also giving each other shifty eyes of like, are we right about this? Is this correct? <laughs> <laughs> not hundred percent sure, but more sure than I am. <laughs> so we'll say you're right. Uh, Lisa's very good at guitar. Yeah, um, that falls into the category of the Simpsons kids do whatever the plot needs them to do. I think it's. I, I, think, th- I mean, uh, she's a musician. We already know she's a musician. Yeah. It makes sense that she would have picked up guitar at some point and tried it. She probably had been secretly practicing on parts that he never uses. Yeah. Makes sense. Nailed it. <laughs> Perfect. Plot hole filled. <laughs> she's a little genius. And uh, this is when Burns orders the, the kind of strike breakers that they had in the 1930s. Led by Abraham Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives one of the most iconic old man monologues of oh all time? Oh my god! How much of that do you think was improvised by Dan Castellaneta? Oh, I, I would guess most of it. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Um, Dan Castellaneta has—I don't know if you know this. I don't. Probably um, has a has a long background <laughs> in improv. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, he was like. A bunch of times during the the run of The Simpsons, he'll be given like the credits to do something funny over, yeah. um, or an Abe Simpson rant, yeah, type thing. Um, and he's also one of the more uh, diverse voice actors in the cast. Um, so basically, Harry Shearer and Hank Azaria also come from improv. A lot of improv. Yeah. Uh, so you have these three guys and Julie Kavner, who was also on the Tracy Allman show. Oh, of course. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Who can like, they can basically riff and make a joke. It's great. Out of anything. And you also have one of the best writers rooms of all time. So I think that might be a huge reason why the Simpsons was so successful. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Um, Give me five B's for a quarter. <laughs> That's the thing I say in just my regular life. <laughs> Like, I had an onion on my belt. Which that was, was the, the style, style at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. The um, montage of Smurns and uh, Smurns. Smurns. <laughs> Citizen Smurns. Smurns and Bithers. Smurns and Bithers. <laughs> Are you ducking futs? <laughs> uh, Cumber snatch. Okay. Smurns and Bithers. Oh, it sounds like a like an old seventies comedy duo. <laughs> it sounds like a peanut butter to me. Smurns and Bithers. Smurns, welcome Smurns? to the Smurns and Bithers show. <laughs> I'm Andy Smurns. This is my partner, Randy Bithers. Hello. <laughs> 
today we're going to get into a heap of trouble. <laughs> Smurns. <laughs> Did you leave the cap off of this salt shaker again? Smurns and, Br- and Bithers is brought to you by Smurns and Bithers Peanut Butter. <laughs> Creamy and crunchy, now available. <laughs> Good bit. Good bit. Anyways, uh, <laughs> their montage. Smurns and Bithers run the plant. Uh, <laughs> That's all I think of now. Smurns and Bithers. In, a, in an excellent yeah. montage. Them like running the plant. Away. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, but what's even better is uh, the post smart line. Um, get smart going through until into the into the core through all of those doors and security and High security the, except for the screen door. The, the screen back. doors. Oh, the screen. A straight dog kicking the dog. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> And then he quotes Moby Dick. Yeah. From Does Hell's he? Heart. Yeah, from Hell's Heart, I Stab at Thee. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. What a weirdo. Because I've read Moby Dick. Oh, a book Greg has read. Yeah. That's that's one. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> and the Twilight series. I said it. Oh. <laughs> yep. It's on the podcast forever. All four. Yeah. All four. Yep. Front S- to back. Seen all the movies, too. Mm. No. What? I thought you saw I, all of them. No, I missed Breaking Dawn Part 1. Oh, well, you don't didn't, need to see that. Didn't need to see it. <laughs> don't need to see the setup. Just no. to see the conclusion. Yeah. yeah. Just got to knock it down. <sighs> that's right. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. And it was even worse than I ever thought it would be. <laughs> I found out Michael Sheen is in those movies. He sure well, is. I love him. Yeah, he's a big part, and he's the only guy who seems like he's having any fun. <laughs> uh, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's... I mean, he's on Doug Loves Movies a lot, and he's actually real, like a super funny guy. Anyway. That's um, a podcast I never got into. I should try again. You should. It's very good. It's fun. If you like movies, they Doug, just talk about movies. And Doug Benson's a funny guy. He is. Oh, interesting. Uh, obviously, the type of guests they have on determines the type of uh, quality yeah. of the episode. They're going to get the uh, Two Bad Neighbors bump now. There you go. Yeah. Enjoy the extra 100 listeners, Doug. <laughs> um, <laughs> Douglas. <laughs> Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the smart line. I want to talk about the smart line. Yes, please. Because <laughs> Joyce Brothers has a cameo. Joyce Brothers has a cameo, yes, which we've learned. <laughs> um, I've learned. Uh, but the, <laughs> just for some reason, like, what is he? He's like, uh, you, is it unions or a lumbering dinosaur? Yeah. Or something? Yeah. yeah. And then just Homer screams. <laughs> <laughs> that That may be the fastest succession of laugh out loud jokes it's that has actually come out of The Simpsons it's so, so far. It's so many. Yeah. It's so many. Yeah. I was just... I've been told by my director not to speak with you again. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> That's hilarious. Burns, you wanted a... An opening tirade. That's so funny. <laughs> no one he... will be spared. <laughs> no one. A chilling vision of things to come. <laughs> <laughs> and he says it so calmly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. chilling vision. <laughs> like, every line on that... On, on that on that sequence is so so funny. It's like it, it it's almost overwhelming. Yeah, it is. Also, a fun fact about that segment is that they wanted to get O.J. Simpson on as the guest instead what? of Joyce Brothers. Oh my god! Um, but uh, luckily, they did not. <laughs> eh, because shortly after he was tried for murder. Yeah. It, perhaps you remember it. Wow. The century. So. Yeah. Wow. That's a fun fact. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He was acquitted though. It's, yeah. Yep. That happens. All right. The glove didn't fit. 
you, so must, you must quit. quit. Anyone watch that uh, American Crime Story? Oh, the about the trial. Oh no, I haven't. No, yet. I haven't. It's great. I plan on it. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Highly oh. recommend. Okay, it. I'll watch it then. Um, don't be afraid of it because it's uh, produced by Ryan Murphy. He has very little uh, of a hand in this show. Thank God. Sorry, what is the show called? Uh, American Crime Story. I have is no affiliation with American Horror Story. Uh, oh yes, it's it's just like the same idea. It's by yeah. like Ryan Murphy is the creator of American Horror Story. Yeah. So he made American Crime Story, but this is going to focus on real life, like true crime stuff acted oh. out by people. So like the first season um, is all about the O.J. Simpson trial with uh, Cuba. That's not so Cuba Jr. cool. Yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, as, crazy. Uh, O.J. Simpson, yeah. And David I, uh, as uh, Robert Kardashian. Or Ross Kardashian, as I call him. Because <laughs> he's Ross. Yep. Uh, I like that so much more. Um, the next season is going to be about the uh, Hurricane Katrina, I believe. So. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. But it was very good. It was a very good uh, series. Check it out. Great. Yeah. The less Ryan Murphy has to do with any series, the better it gets. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> Ryan Murphy is horrible. Okay. <laughs> Greg's just... You'll know him as the creator of Glee. Horrible. And Nip Tuck. Horrible. Ryan Murphy, if you're listening. <laughs> we hate you. <laughs> I've heard Greg Come tear down. <laughs> <laughs> Always welcome. Yep. Guest what chairs if, right there. What if Ryan Always Murphy open. shows up? He's like, I listen to every episode. <laughs> That would He's be the first guest. That'd be so great. I'd be so happy. I, I would, would absolutely him, talk. I would talk tell to him, him how shitty his shows are, <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd uh, give rebuttals, and I'd listen intently. You would listen, yeah. and you'd say, "I I don't agree with you, but I will listen." Oh, I'd love to hear his reasoning for why he thought Nip Tuck was a good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and my rebuttal to him would be, "Yeah, it's terrible. I watched every single episode, so <laughs> you did something right. So thanks. I don't know how you did it, you but jerk. it worked. So anyway." I actually just like, st- like said "fuck you." I actually stood up and said "oh fuck you" to an episode of Nip Tuck that I was watching from season three. Do you remember which episode? Um, I or think like a it specific was plot point. Maybe? I, it was about the the, the Carver. The Carver. Yes, yeah, I remember the season. Um, and it was about how well. like one of the doctors didn't like didn't have a penis, oh. or something. Um, and so I was, and so I was like. Fuck you. Oh, the, so the new doctor. Yeah, the new in, doctor. So the, in and he used the carver. Three, yeah. Yeah. There's a new doctor introduced and oh also God. a serial killer. <laughs> and you're like, hmm, I wonder if those two are related. And sure enough, yes, he is the serial killer. Um, kind but of. Yeah, you, yeah. It's 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 a bad show. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Anyways. <laughs> uh, it's like a big whirlpool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hard to get out of there get once, back on track. It yeah. is. once we it's like go we're down. Just, the we're just friends hanging out. Find a good uh, segue. Yeah, the rabbit <laughs> hole there. Um, after Burns cuts the power to the town, Springfield immediately goes into riot mode. <laughs> yeah, like a mother the and her child. And then yeah. <laughs> they smash windows <laughs> and turn cars over and they burst into flames. Yep. It's beautiful. It's great. Yep. And then we have all the Who's down in Whoville mm-hmm. in the How the Grinch Stole Christmas scene. Yes, so good. Where they animate Mr. Burns just slightly like the Grinch. Just and it's so nice. Just a little bit. Just a little bit off. Yeah. yeah. And Smithers is the dog. It makes, makes them both a little bit more rubbery yep. than usual. Yeah. And it's a beautiful moment. It's a beautiful moment in animation direction and a beautiful moment in writing because they capture... Dr. Seuss's <laughs> rhythm in so in four lines, and it's it's wonderful. Um, I would watch an entire Simpsons episode 
in Dr. Seussisms. Well, you might have your wish. Oh, yeah. They're running out of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's true. Started uh, catching up. They did a Lego episode. Oh, boy. Did they? You didn't know that? Yeah, they did a l- episode all in Lego. That might have been fun. Maybe. Uh, I'll never watch it. We'll never know. Probably looks cool. It's like Lego movie type animation, you know? Oh, so it wasn't actually made out of Lego. I think it was. Oh, okay. But like that style of animation. Oh, but it was all to promote the Simpsons Lego. Well, yeah. Ugh. Everyone's got to make a buck, Greg. Sure, sure. Even the fine folks at Lego. I think they've made a lot. I think they're struggling. Right. Okay. Anyway, Catherine, <laughs> let's continue the episode. Oh, sorry. I got us off track there. <laughs> <laughs> did you? I think we did that, as we are wont to do. So Burns is ready to deal he tells Homer that he must resign as head of the union because this is an elastic universe and everything needs to go back to normal. Um, Homer actually is super happy about it because he never liked being a union kingpin in the first place. Um, he gets the dental plan. Lisa gets her Invisalign braces. And we have one of the oddest endings. It's so bizarre. It's so good. <laughs> we left the gas on. It's, it's be- <laughs> Because it's like it's making fun of like traditional sitcom yeah. endings, and totally, it's so funny. Yeah. Totally. Or like they do a little like final line, and everyone laughs and credits. But it's just like it's like why did like people don't do that in real life? So in real life, the reason that happens is if someone leaves the laughing gas on. Yeah. <laughs> like in real life, if someone's like, and that's the tooth, they'd be like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> Thank you, doctor. Uh, we're gonna be on our way. Uh, so I love it. I think yeah. it's really funny. Yeah, it's a great ending. Great. Over to the reference desk. Um, the title of the episode, Hubert Selby Jr.'s novel, Last Exit to Brooklyn. Uh, a subplot involves the corruption and downfall of a union leader during a strike. So, hence, Last Exit to Springfield. Lisa's dream sequence, Yellow Submarine yeah. with the yes. Beatles, of course. Yes. Lisa in the sky. Um, no diamonds, though. Apparently, everything in the sequence <laughs> had to be slightly altered, just enough to avoid copyright uh, infringement. I was wondering... Was which is why it's a purple submarine. Yep. No blue meanies. Yeah. Um, the uh, body of the Union president, I was right, it buried under a football field uh, because of the uh, mystery surrounding the whereabouts of Jimmy Hoffa's body and oh. his alleged burial at New York's Giants Stadium. Mm. Right in the Very middle of Very disturbing. Field. Super disturbing. Yeah. 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 Um, Mr. Burns' outfit in the flashback to his childhood is based on Buster Brown. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Homer's imagination of life in an organized crime based on Don Fanucci's appearance in The Godfather Part 2. And I think it's the first appearance of a sequel being referenced. Unless possible. Unless they reference Rocky 2 or 4. At uh, some point before this. Rocky Seven, Adrian's Revenge. Well, that's afterwards. Is it? Yeah. I don't know where we're at. That's in Lemon of Troy, <laughs> oh, right. which is in season six. That's right. Yeah. Um, the Yellow Submarine Dream. Oh, the uh, the moment in the dentist's office where she's like, Mayor. Of course. What is that uh, from? Tim Burton's Je- uh, Batman. Shot for shot. Yeah. Oh. When the Joker does it, smashes the mirror. That was my fourth note. Which is the second time they've referenced this. I don't know if this is the first time they did it, or but there's another time where Krusty gets uh, uh, plastic surgery, 
And he takes a mirror and he goes, ah, and smashes it. And he's like, I look exactly the same, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Homie the Clown. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, you don't. You have you have breasts now. So yeah. You don't hear me complaining about the breasts. <laughs> um, the uh, oh, the the aviary Burns's Burns's aviary, the the conservatory uh, where where all the birds are. It's a reference to Citizen Kane again. Beautiful reference to Citizen Kane. Um, of Hell's Heart, I stab at thee. Reference from Ahab from Moby Dick and. How the Grinch Stole Christmas at the end there. Great. Boom. That is the reference desk. Absolutely fucking nailed it. <laughs> All right. Whoa. <laughs> Gotta earn that explicit rating on iTunes. That's right. Really do. I think I said ass once. Does that count? <laughs> it's a rich tapestry. Okay. Um, <laughs> damn hell ass kings. <laughs> damn opposed. Damn, damn, damn opposed. <laughs> Hell damn fart. All right. Can't talk about a hell unless I say hell, can I? That's what she is. She's a bitch. <laughs> oh, I'm going to write the dictionary people about that. It seems like a mistake somehow. <laughs> All right. So what's our favorite joke in this episode? Oh, God. I'll tell you mine. Okay. And I've uh, got one. <laughs> um, the 1,000 monkeys typing on 1,000 <laughs> typewriters. <laughs> And then when he reads the page, and it's like, it was the best of times, it was the blurst of times. <laughs> you stupid monkey. <laughs> Alan, you stole my joke. I'm sorry. It's so funny. <laughs> no, it's so good. No, I love it. It's so fu- It was the blurst of times. <laughs> oh. And then uh, my other favorite one is when Lisa's getting her picture taken. Mm-hmm. He's like, come on, I bet oh, you got God. a beautiful oh, smile. God. Come on. And she finally does. And he goes, there is no God. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's like this. I I, like this guy has probably been like a faithful, like Catholic or whatever for his whole life. And for some (laughs) reason in this moment, this is the the linchpin. This is the straw. Yeah. This is is what it is. Yeah. Uh, It's all over for him. Yeah. There is no God. I'm taking this picture (laughs) and then I'm going to rethink my life. Yeah. Yeah. Funny stuff. (laughs) It's really funny. It's really, really good. Uh, mine, mine is the blurst of times for sure. I just love Mr. Burns so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a little line that I really enjoyed, though. I don't know why I like this list of things from Homer, but when he has to pee and he's in negotiations with Mr. Burns and said, oh, I shouldn't have drank all that water and coffee and beer and watermelon. watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... I think because I can relate because I've been like in <laughs> theater shows where I have to pee really bad and think to myself like, oh, I shouldn't have had those six beverages <laughs> and watermelon. Yeah. I yeah. just like the idea that Burns was like serving watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah. knocking over coffee and there's dripping and it's like says the word whiz for no reason. It doesn't take a whiz to see. <laughs> um, it's great. Greg. Mine would have to be the first dentist scene. With the whole Ralph. Thing. Yeah. Um, why must you turn my office into a house of lies? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't brush. Let's see a picture book, shall we? <laughs> He's so menacing and so funny, and Ralph is so scared and so sad. It's so, so great. Yep. Because Ralph is so dumb. Aww. It's great. Yeah. It's so excellent. Little guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's my favorite one. Um, there's just so many in yeah, this episode. It's a great, it's a great episode. Like you could say the whole smart line scene, mm-hmm. right? Um, the 
the small moment where Burns kicks the dog out of the I security that. room. I do love um, that. Abe Simpson's rant. All those are just are excellent. Mm-hmm. And then of Lenny getting punched in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> Just a phenomenal cutaway joke. Yep. One of the one of the wonderful things about this episode is that the B plot isn't a B plot. It's just a different part of the A plot, right? Because it's all connected into this power plant strike, right? The dental plan is why Homer is becoming union president. Um, Burns wants to get rid of the dental plan. It's all connected. Like all these characters are connected to this uh, one big overarching plot, which you don't see super often in The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Like quite often, they would start out at the um, at, at the dentist's office, and then the plot would be about something completely different, right? Um, that's when the writing gets a little bit more disjointed and it gets a little bit more random because the writers can't figure out how to tie their first act into the second and third. Yeah. Which becomes a bummer after a while. Agreed. Yeah. But this one doesn't do that at all. Uh, so what do we think of this episode overall? Perfect. It's great. Yeah. It's, I think I'm, it's written super well. It's very, a, very well. No it's complaints. A perfect, it's a perfect episode of television. It's so funny. Um, so that about does it. That's right. Yeah. We're, uh, we're done. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Catherine, do you have anything to plug? Anything to plug? Yeah. Like what? Like, I don't know. You worked on a couple of shows recently. Oh, sure. Um, when is this airing? Friday. It's Friday. Okay. Well, by that Friday, you'll have time to see King Kirby. Uh, I, I did some costume design on that. Greg mentioned it earlier in the episode when I was silently sitting by. <laughs> uh, also, yeah. you can go see Benefit by Downstage Theater. I did the lighting design. Um, and Where what can else? they that, see these plays? Is that plays? about the, uh, like the relationship between Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez? <laughs> <Lilith? laughs> no, that's called oh, Ben Affleck. Oh, sorry. I heard Benefer. <laughs> Sorry, go on. I wish Ben Affleck pronounced his name Ben Affleck. Um, <laughs> uh, Benefit is uh, it's playing at the Motel Theater in Arts Commons, uh, and King Kirby is at the Pump House Victor Mitchell Theater. Um, tickets are available online, etc. I uh, I think that's all I have to plug. That's it. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Very awesome. Uh, Alan, nothing to plug. Okay. As usual. Fantastic. I am. I'm also without a plug. <laughs> So great. <laughs> uh, living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> if, uh, if you guys want to be, if somebody out there wants to be on our podcast or has any corrections or omissions, please email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com numerical, numerical three, three. Uh, or follow us at bad neighbors pod on Twitter. And Catherine, thank you so much for coming on to bad neighbors. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Catherine Smithers. Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. Yes. Cyclical. Uh, next time, the episode we'll be covering is So It's Come to This, a Simpsons clip show. <laughs> is that the only one we'll be covering? It's the only one we'll be covering. Really? Yep. Uh, I got some ideas. Okay. We'll see if they pan out. Okay, we'll talk after yep. I press stop. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but be, be sure to tune into uh, So It's Come to This, a Two Bad Neighbors clip show. Oh, God. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. It'll be fun. Just listen. Everyone likes us. Bye. Bye.